Welcome back, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Rose Garden Podcast. I'm here with a very special guest, the one and only, my brother, my friend. This man has been in my life since down in the beginning of time. We've been through <laughs> hell and high waters together. Shit, hell and back. Struggles, good times, the whole nine. My boy, Malik. Hey, thanks for having me, brother. So... Well, it took me so long to come back. Um, first and foremost, I took a long way to break. Um, I just needed really just focus on myself and decide if I really want to do this or not. Because at first, you know, as y'all know, I was posting, what, every week. Uh, I had two seasons going, and I just decided that I wanted to finish it. My bro hit me up. He was like, let's do an episode. I'm like, bet. And I had to download everything on, on my computer because I had to reset everything. My audio wasn't working for a while. I couldn't figure out what was wrong. I almost got a new computer, but then I just figured I'd just reset it, see if it worked. And yeah, so I lost all my files and this and the other. So anyways, but I'm back now. We're going to keep this shit going and uh, let's get right into it. So It's green. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Tell the audience something about yourself, where you're from, Man. how old you are, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, my name is Malik. I'm 26. I'm from Tacoma, Washington, that is. Um, man, I mean, life, man. I just, uh, I've been through a lot, you know what I mean? Uh, it's, it's, it's been a crazy little ride. I've, uh, you know, I grew up really in Tacoma, like for real, for real. Like I grew up in Tacoma all the way. Um, I lived in every, literally the north and east, east, west, you know, south. I've done it all. You know what I mean? I'm I'm 26 now, so I've been there for a minute. It's been a lot of ups, a lot of downs, but you know, I, I prevailed. Like I made it through. You know what I'm saying? And I'm still going. And you know, that's really what it's come down to. I've been in, I've been in uh, my brother's life for a long time now. You know what I'm saying? We've known each other for so long. We've been through everything, like he said in the intro. From the good, the bad, the ugly, bro. Like I'm <laughs> that, talking about blood, terrible. sweat, that, and that tears. Terrible. Like you know, what I'm saying everything. So, you know, you know how it is, man. Like you know how Tacoma is. Like if you know, you know how it is, brother. Yeah, if you if you're from the tech, you know. If you're exactly. not, then you gonna find out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fast too. But uh, okay, so let me let me ask you this: At any given point in time, did you think that you would be here? Man. Like 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 how you are today, do you think that you would be here? Absolutely not. Um, you know, it was hard for me to even see eighteen, right. let alone twenty six. You know right. what I'm saying? So, you know, I the thing about me in my life, bro, is I never ever thought about the future. When I was younger, I lived day to day, literally. Like there was no future for me there was no plan there was no what do i want to be when i get this age when i get when i grow up there was none of that it was just day to day how i'm gonna make it today you know what i mean so i i've never seen because bro i've come so far like who i am today i think i'm an amazing person i love myself i love myself and Right. And it was the bro. I love my journey, and I'm still I'm I'm young, bro. I'm 26, bro. I still got a lot of life to live, you know, God willing. And um, bro, I I never seen this. I never seen this, bro. Right. Oh God. So yeah, I could I could relate. I never thought I'd be doing a podcast. That's that's for damn. Sure. That's, that's crazy. The, the, the thing is, it was just random. 
Right. It was random. Right. And but I knew it was from God because I, I literally, like I said, I posted a video on my Instagram last year, mm-hmm. this year, no, mm-hmm. last year, yeah, last year, I posted a video, and um, me saying like, I literally woke up one day and was like I want to do a podcast. That was it. That's how and it started. The rest was history. Right. I just I went Amazon, did my research, found all, all my equipment mm-hmm. and uh, look what tools to use and. Figured out how to how, how to mix audio and literally just came my own producer in like like two months. Bro, when you really want yeah, <laughs> like, like, like like two fucking months. Like when you really years. want something, bro, you I know that's one thing about you, bro. You gonna make it happen, bro. Like, right. I know you, bro. <laughs> like, one, one thing one thing is for sure about bro is if he wants something, it's gonna happen, bro. Like, <laughs> like ain't no games about that. Oh, facts. Like I'm, I'm gonna get it regardless. But that's just how I am. Cause yeah, growing up, I didn't like. For one, I didn't get handouts, and two, I don't like handouts. So mm-hmm. if I know I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna get it myself. You right. know what I mean? That's just that's just me. Right. But um, speaking of growing up, like, what, since your your eyes are different from mine, what was it growing? What was it growing up like for you? Man, like, it was uh... like, like like from the very beginning, and from 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 like like early as you can remember as a child to preteen to teenager to adult. Okay, I'm gonna break it down. So. Um, when I, when I, when I started, man, like my, my earliest memories, I was like three, but, uh, like before, even before three, like my father died when I was one. Right. So I grew up my whole life without a, without a father figure. Right, uh, my mom, yeah, for real. my mom, um, she, she held it down. Like my mom's is, a, is, is her, bro. I'm telling you, like nice. when you think of like a woman, when you think about a woman, bro, I, when I think of, I could cry right now, bro. Like I love my mom, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like my mom held it down for me. My father died when I was one, and it was tragic. It wasn't like one of those deaths where you know what I'm saying he was sick. Like my father, it was a it was a bad death, bro. You know what I mean? For real, for real. So you know what I mean? Like it got rough. You know what I mean? And my mom was young when she had me, and I have an older brother. Um, uh, actually, that's how me and bro met is mm-hmm. through my brother. So, mm-hmm. um, but besides that, is is like you know what I'm saying like we, it was hard for my mom. You know what I'm saying she's a white woman with two black kids, bro, alone. Right. So it, it was a struggle at first, but you know what I'm saying God, you know somehow, some way, you know what I'm saying she made it work. But so to break it down to you is like you know I, my earliest memories. I was like three. You know what I'm saying I I could specifically remember like my uncle. Terry and my uncle Kevin and my uncle Mike like throwing us in the pool, like throwing us up in the air, us landing in the pool, like us going <laughs> over there for the barbecues. Yeah. Um, like my family's really small and like a lot of we've had a, like a lot. Unfortunately, we've had a lot of death. Well, yeah, so yeah. you know what I'm saying like my family is even way smaller now. There's only like two households. You know, like when everybody goes, you know, on Christmas time, it's only like six of us. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't it ain't a lot. And that's like through multiple households. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. it's really small, bro. So you know what I'm saying? Which is a good thing at times though, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you know, a, a lot of people could bring it's just added extra stuff. Mm-hmm. When it's just a, when it's only a couple of people, bro, you could really focus in on those people and yeah, really tap know. into those people. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, exactly. So it's like, yeah, like, you know, my er- my early life was was just me trying to have fun really like growing like as a child like all i really wanted to do was have fun bro because you know like you know you don't have no real responsibilities like and my family made it to where like i was able to actually 
you know, just have fun. Luckily, um, you know, once I hit, once I hit about like six years old, seven years old, that's when things changed for me because, you know, there were certain people in my life that, you know, weren't the best influences. And, um, you know, I started to just, you know, I started to just do my own thing. And, you know, and that's when I really started to, you know, get these bumps and bruises in life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so it it, it went from there, you know, it went from there on, you know, it it was a lot, you know what I'm saying? Just to say it was, it was a lot at at that age. And, um, you know, uh, I I grew up with my grandpa, my grandpa, uh, he raised me for real. Like I lived with my grandpa all the way up until he passed away, um, in 2013, he passed away. Um, I was born in 97, so, you know what I mean? Like, my grandpa was, like, the only real male figure. And, by the way, he was a white man, you know, so he was old, too, like, real old. Like, he wasn't, like, a, you know, like a like a young grandpa. He was an old grandpa, like, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. he was stuck in his ways, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, you know what I mean? Was. Like, it, it was weird, man. It was weird, but, you know, I'm so thankful for that man, bro. Like, there's so many things that I do on a day-to-day as a 26-year-old that still I was taught by him, you know what I mean? That, like, it's just, it doesn't go over my head. It's unnoticed. Like, it, it's just, it's love when it comes to that man, like, you know what I mean? So... Uh, shout out to him and long little goat. Shout out to Grandpa for real. Yeah. Rest in pieces. So uh, yeah, my my best memories of with him was uh, him always calling me shorty. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm six four. Yeah, yes, bro. But it was it was love. You know, what I mean? always, just, bro. Just, just him saying that. And, um, I think uh, also one of my best memories of him was him always watching that those old westerns. Yes, bro. Those old westerns. The westerns. Like, yeah, bro. I don't want anybody watching those but him. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah like Damn. bro i got it tatted on me it's that serious yeah. bro you know what i mean so um you know like you know so like once i once i hit about middle school you know um it, it was really uh it was really like f- fight or flight for me um i really like started to start making i had to start making decisions then like middle school was one of those like you know I, like unfortunately that's when i started to make grown-up decisions unfortunately you know what i mean like i didn't uh it sucks to say you know what i'm saying and you know but that's just how it was for me i just i was already deep into who i was wanting to be mm-hmm. and you know i that's just what it was uh you know so my middle school years were were rocky i kind of was just doing me i was playing sports which kept me grounded for the most part but like outside of sports i was just doing a little bit of everything, you know what I'm saying? And I was down for whatever, unfortunately. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was fighting a lot in school and, you know, getting in trouble here and there. But, you know what I'm saying? I still knew right from wrong. And that's one thing, you know, that kept me kept me straight is that I knew, like, you know, not to be just out here wilding, you know what I mean? So, you know, um, once I hit high school, you know what I'm saying? My brother was a senior when I was a freshman, so I went to high school. I felt like a god. You know what I mean? Like, I knew everybody. Like, it, it was, high school was lit, like, when I was a freshman. And then, um, like, my brother, after my brother got out of high school, um, my grandpa died my, my sophomore year. So, that was, like, the first, like, real heartbreak of my whole life. Like, that was it. Like, that, that changed my life completely. You know what I mean, and uh, that was it. Like that was from there on. Like something in me just 
I don't know. It was just, yeah, bro. Like, right then and there, that's when I started to just understand, like, man, like, this is, this is real. Like, this life stuff is real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Can't take this for granted. You know what I mean? So, I remember, um, I remember when Shreem called me, bro. I'll never forget that day. Bro. It's like, he's always the, the funny nigga. He's always cracking jokes. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, he has his his serious, his serious ones, but generally he's always, he was always happy, always mm-hmm. cracking jokes, and that, that's like how we met, bro. Mm-hmm. Like that's making that him making jokes is how we met, literally. At school, yeah, huh? literally, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck around school, be the stupid as fuck, bro. Like, that's how we met. So I remember <laughs> I got the phone call, bro. It was so early in the morning. Uh, I remember I I, I heard her, I was hearing him cry. And I was like, I was like, damn, what's going on? I was like, brother, brother, what's wrong? He, he couldn't get the words out at first. He was like, crap, what's going on, bro? And even though it's not my my blood, mm-hmm. it felt like it was. Love, bro. I started crying, too. I'm like, damn. Because I, I, I never met either my, my grandfather's my mom's side or my dad's side. Mm-hmm. I, never got, I never had a chance to meet him, ever. Mm-hmm. So to me, it was like, damn, like, it hurt me hearing him be hurt. And then it also, but it also hurt me because it felt like we lost another family member. Even though he, like I said, not not by blood, but yeah, that was my family too. For sure, you know he definitely I mean? treated you like to family. Me, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I was gonna lie, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Like he, he never made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, you know, no, nobody over there did. Yeah, bro, that you know? that was a rough, rough moment for me and my brother and my whole family. Like everybody that's really tapped in with us, that was like one of them moments. Like that was one of them things with us that changed everybody's lives even the people around us lives because you know our grandpa really my grandpa really meant a lot to my family and uh so you know my 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 grandpa died of cancer Mm -hmm. and uh well i think it was heart failure for real but he had cancer that was killing him regardless he was going to pass away Mm -hmm. so either way it was over with but we just didn't think it was going to be that soon and it was kind of unexpected. It was. It wasn't unexpected, but it was at the same time. We just didn't think it was gonna be that soon, you know. So when it happened, it, it changed everything, bro. I remember. I remember the week that I went back to school when he passed away, bro. I, I used to just sit, like I would sit in the bathroom and for real cry like every day, bro. Like it was just hard for me to get a grip, you know what I mean? And um, like I said, when he passed away, bro, something really changed in me, like, like for real, like I, I just turned cold in a way mm-hmm. and and uh like i had a real real black spot that still to this day is never gonna be filled you know it'll never be filled you know what i mean that's just that's just how that's how life goes you know what i mean but uh, you know as you get older you learn to live with it and you learn you just you know you yeah you just learn to live with it you know what i mean, I mean and for, for those who don't understand it's just like you lose a piece of you I'm, I'm sure everybody can relate but for those who can who has like everybody in the family like mm-hmm. for those who can't really relate like it's like losing the most important person Bro. to you you know what i mean that so, was like, it so that that person results within you so like when that person goes away you can't get them back it's just like that that part of you was gone yes you know and my I mean? grandpa and me were close yeah, like my my brother my, my brother was close with my grandpa but like and my mom were, was too but like nobody I was the closest to that man in the whole world. You know what I mean? Like, I'm telling you, like, it was me and him. You know what I mean? Like, that's really how it went. So, 
you know, that was just like, I, that was a big moment of my life, you know, and like, you know, once I hit, you know, and then like, you know, the rest of high school was just really just me just trying to make it through for real because it wasn't really, it wasn't really too much motivation in me to even be there at school, to be honest. Like, I was just really out of it, honestly. But, you know, um, like, I ain't gonna lie. My junior year, the next year, I met somebody that changed my life, bro. I met my friend Cordray, bro. Shout out to my Dre, brother Dre, bro. Dre. I swear to God, bro. I met Dre in my life. He, bro, he, he literally... Bro, he changed my life in itself, bro. Shout out to my brother. I love you, bro. Shout out to Lay. Shout out to the kids. I love y'all too. But yeah, like, yeah, bro. Like, I'm telling you, bro. That's my brother, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's, it's, I can't even like not smile when I talk about, bro. That just reminded me of something, bro. Uh, Man, it reminded me of two things. What's good? Remember when I had moved in with you guys? Mm-hmm. And it was me, you, and I forget what we was arguing about. Oh, yeah. Wait, we, we was about to about? get him up. Yes. <laughs> and yes. And like, you come up the stairs, I'm going to sock you. So, me, I'm a hothead. I don't give a fuck about none of that, bro. Like, niggas bang type shit. So, I wasn't, I, you know, I've I, I been through that shit. Right. I, mean, I got jumped, you know what I mean? I got shot at. I got stabbed, whatever, you know what, sure, what I mean? Sure. I, I had a violent past. So, nigga, I'm not scared of no shit like that, bro. For sure. Two versus one, I'm not sure, but... Mind you, niggas is not the lie. Mind you, y'all, this is my this is my brother. Oh yeah, I've seen him on my camp. Yo, y'all family fight. I walked into the stairs and niggas was really worried about it, but we didn't get into it. You know, we 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 squashed or whatever. But niggas was niggas was still hotheads, bro. But that that you you talking about Dre reminded me of that, and then (laughs) (laughs) because that was a crazy (laughs) night, niggas was about to get him up in front of the house. Shout out to I love you, nigga. But and then there was another time when um, I was going through it. I had lost um, a cousin of mine, and mm-hmm. uh, I had just got kicked out of my family's house because me and her husband didn't get along. And, yeah, uh, yeah, that was, yeah. It was just it was just a whole other situation. I remember. Yes. So, so just mm-hmm. well, yeah. Well, with that being said. Um, I wasn't doing too good uh, financially, and um, I was working like way out of town. Like I was driving back and forth out of town, like four or five minutes out of town and stuff. And I was just just trying to make a buy. Right. And your mom took me in, and um, I was grateful for that, you know. Love. And, but the, but there was a night where it was the first night we had a bonfire uh, out by the garage. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dre noticed I was just like, I was just sad, like 24-7. I wasn't always the happiest person. I, matter of fact, I don't think I was ever happy <laughs> up yeah. until now. Not, now really you thinking, were... not really thinking about it. I yeah. was always mad or depressed. It was never one or the other, mm. really, like to keep it a buck. But he had pulled me to the side. And um, I forget, um, I had I had my headphones and I was listening to a song that was talking about suicide. And he, he kind of had like, had caught on to it mm-hmm. and he pretty much just put me aside like man to man and was like I know what you're thinking and I probably can't relate to what you're going through but you got people who are here who love you and care about you like your mom your brothers you know, your sisters your dad like everybody who's here in this house alone like we all love you, we care about you like cut that shit out mm-hmm. you know what I mean you're, you're, you're worth more than that sure. and like honestly like that was just like a heavy hit in the moment because everything I was feeling at the time, everything I was going through, like it, it was a lot deeper than getting kicked out and all that other. Like it was a lot deeper than that. Of it course, was a whole lot deeper than that. It was other stuff I was going through too. That I'm not gonna talk about, but 
the fact that he acknowledged it and took it into play and put me to the side talking about it, like, bro, that that was one of those days where, where my life got saved because I, bro, like, I was really trying, trying to kill myself that night. And I, I, I actually thought about it. I right. was go through with it. Right. But I feel like God, God put him there for a reason. Oh, for sure, we, bro. He had that bonfire for a reason. And then after that, we were chilling. Like, I, I felt better. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, I, Got my tears out, all that. Like it was. I, don't know. I remember that. I remember that. That was a. That was a deep, night. deep moment. I remember that. We we sat there. I remember it. it we migrated to the living room, bro, the bottom floor, mm-hmm. and we we uh we sat there for hours, bro. And you just Chalk you let bro. it out, fool. Like yeah. that. That was something that you really needed. And that's the thing about Dre, bro. Not to be you know talking about bro the whole time, but bro, like I, you know, what I'm saying who who I am, bro. I don't bring people around me unless like it's. It's love, like it's really, like we're really locked in. You know what I mean? Like there, if you're around me, bro, it's there's a real reason for why you're around me. And right. bro, bro, that dude got a lot of love, bro, and he 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 really shares it, bro. So you know, what I'm saying he a special human, bro. You know what I mean? And that just says that says it all right there, bro. Bro, a special human. He gonna do right. what he could do. You know what I'm saying? And that simple, bro. He low key saved you that night. So yeah. you gotta really think about. Oh, you know what I mean? Like. What we're really talking about right now on this podcast is crazy, bro. You know what I mean? Like, like my real life, it was me, him, God, and the devil. That, that was it. Bro. That was four. That was it. Yeah. Honestly, like I had the devil in one ear and God in the other, and then drove right in front of me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Real life shit. Shout out, bro. You know he a real dude for that. No fact. Shout out, Dre, bro. Love you, bro. Yeah, love. You. Um, but yeah, that that was that was a, a life changing moment, most definitely. Um, if not. One of my top, I said probably like at least top five, at least. Dang, bro. At least. That's crazy. At I least. didn't even know that. To know that that impacted you that much, it, it did, bro. That's it really did. That's amazing, bro. I'm glad that I was able to, you know, what I'm saying like first of all, I'm glad that you were able to get through it, bro. You know, what I'm saying because yeah. you're, bro, you're an amazing person too. So I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I love you. You know what I mean? So you know, so it's like, but. Bro, for my for for me to have somebody in my life to to help another person that's in my life, bro, right. and, and really have a top five moment in your life, bro, is bro that means a lot to me. That says a lot to me. That just that that's like reassuring me that I, I I'm having the right people around me. You know what I mean? That right. just it, it's full circle. It's big. It's full circle, bro. And it's big. It's not no. <laughs> It's not no small shit. Yeah. No, that's big, bro. Suicide suicide is a real thing. Like, that's a real thing that people and deal with. A lot of people don't talk about men's mental health a lot, mm-hmm. um, which is sad because men have a higher suicide rate than women do by 80%. And a lot of it is due to literally just men not being heard. Um, I watched this. Um, I watched this girl on YouTube. Uh, you probably see her on TikTok. I've heard of her. She's all over Instagram, all over TikTok. She's mm-hmm. been on um, a couple of shows, like on on YouTube and stuff. Um, uh, it's Tay Tay Baby, bro. She's she's an advocate for men, and she talks about some real life shit and how like women really be treating men and how you know like men's voices aren't heard and men are getting taken for granted and how we get called for pussies for crying, explain how we feel or we're sensitive or. Or dramatic, like bro, like that. That shit is real. Like it's a sad world, it, bro. But it's it's those same kind of people talking about us who want us to do something for them, or oh, yeah. or, or want us to to be there for them. But just like how Double can standard you? Standard for sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like how can you say that? But you're treating me a different way, or you're talking about me behind my back, you know, to your friends or your family and shit. And 
expecting the best outcome. It don't work like that. Mm-hmm. You can't play both sides of the fence. It don't work like that. Oh, no, not at all. But you should, you should, you should check her out because there, there's a lot of stuff on there that she talks about that people just don't either don't talk about, don't want to talk about, don't want to admit. And it's just, it's, it's mind blowing. I really want to get her on here, but I don't know how, how it's going to go. I'm, I'm going to try to get in contact with her. Like, like real shit. Like, I right. just, she's literally on, on, on my guest list. Like, yeah. <laughs> like ever since I listened to her, bro, like, I was just like, damn, like I would, it would be an honor to talk to her because that would be such a good episode. Oh, for sure, bro. But, just the, that topic alone is, yeah. if you could talk about that topic for hours, especially me too, like suicide is something that has definitely inf- impacted me and my me- my mental health. Uh, like I said earlier in the podcast that like my father died, my father actually committed suicide in front of me. Right. You know what I mean? So it th- that suicide is such a big uh, thing in my life, bro. And um, I've dealt with the same thing you know what i'm saying like a lot of people don't understand that trauma is passed down through generations exactly mm-hmm. and bro my father bro did that to himself in front of me bro mm-hmm. one or not bro it, it impacted my life crazy and it gave me crazy thoughts bro and all types of that bro you know what i mean the whole nine bro i i dealt with i've dealt with it i still go through certain things not more suicidal based but more of just mental health issues just regarding suicide in general bro like that's something that like i really deal with on a day-to-day basis bro like Mm -hmm. this it's not a game for malik like everybody else deals with that that differently but bro that has been something that has really impacted me and my family because of what happened to us so you know i mean um mental health is real especially for men a lot of people you know they just throw it off, and a lot of men they don't feel like they could talk. They don't, a lot of men don't feel like they could open up, and a lot of men don't feel like they just feel like Man. they need to swallow everything. No homo, you know yeah. what I'm saying? They just gotta swallow it all and, and just and go with it. No homo. But at the end of the day, bro, if you're a man and you're listening to this, bro, you you bro, I don't care what you need to do. Whether you need to journal, uh, talk to your phone, or go on a walk, and just make a video by yourself. You know, open up to anything, anything, bro. Go on Instagram and post videos of you opening up, bro. And maybe people will comment on on, on your post, bro. Anything that could just relieve some of that stress and take some of that that pain off of you, bro, is huge. You don't understand. Like, men, for real, for real, do not open up enough. And, and, And that's, I mean, women, too. You know, women kill themselves, too. Oh, God. Women kill themselves, too. But men, bro, bro. Open up more, bro. It's okay, and you're not a pussy if you cry, and you're not a pussy if you open up, bro. Like, handle your business, bro, for you and your fam. If anything, tap it with me. Follow, uh, follow, add me on um, Instagram at king underscore king de la rosa. King K K King 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 de la rosa on fucking Instagram. Yep. Um, It's just tapping because I've had have you have my viewers tapping with me um, sometimes about my past podcast. Mm about certain episodes like some people have told me to stop drinking we was told me to stop smoking and yeah. going out you know that's dope bro. but it's k-i-n-g underscore d-e underscore l-a underscore r-o-s-a on instagram if you Boom. want to just tap in follow even, bro even even just 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 a talk bro like okay hit me up we, we can video chat we can text we can call it don't matter bro like if you if you're real if, if there's something going on in real life just hit me like don't and nothing i know shit might be bad and trust me i've I've been there. <laughs> we've been there. Mm-hmm. As grown ass men, as child, as, as children, all that, bro. Like we, 
we've been through some shit. So if anybody knows, it's it's me or my brother sitting right next to me. Like, we know how hard it is. And hmm. being able to not open up is probably, honestly, personally, my biggest flaw. But it's because of the people in my life who have made me feel like I can't open up to nobody. You know what I mean? But... I got a podcast and I talk about the most deepest stuff that happened to me in my entire life. So, you know what I mean? I'm sure that has helped you. If I can do it, you can do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And mind you, this is not no like, this isn't no like private thing. Like this is, this goes around the world. Like I have viewers and literally, I have viewers in Germany. Right. I have viewers in Canada. Right. I have viewers in Africa. This is touchy stuff. And it's not, it's no bullshit. Like I, 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 I look at my, um, my, my charts and see like where my, when people are listening i have literally views all over the fucking country like all over the world it's crazy to me but mm-hmm. shout out to them yeah shout out to them. i'm trying to make it to japan one day i'm trying to have some ramen some some real ramen <laughs> 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 That's what, um but anyways moving, moving on um what would you say what would you say for you was your biggest challenge um, coming out of that dark place, like what made you realize, like, okay, this isn't working, or what made you realize, okay, something needs to change, or like, what, like, what was your turning point? Um, I would say my turning point in my life, like one of my biggest turning points in my life, was uh, um, you know, having my son. Um, my son changed my life completely. Um, I have a four-year-old. And he is my whole entire world, like, for real, for real. Like, my son means the world to me. He is everything to me. I am him, and he is me. He's his own individual, for sure, but that's my twin, for real, like, for real, for real. And I I love my son (laughs) to death, like, and I hope to God my last words on this earth is my son's name, like, all all of it, all of it. I want it all, like, like, my son, for real, saved my life and i cannot express that enough i love you son so when you hear this bro i love you i swear to god i love you forever and ever and ever son i love you but my son for real is 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 everything to me man he he when i had him i was in a dark moment then you know what i mean when i had him so so you know just i'm telling you man the first time I i heard that boy cry bro it just Something in me just boom, like you know what I mean. Like I just something changed in me. Like bro, like that's really mine. Like that's really what I'm gonna do it for right there. Like mm-hmm. I'm looking at my own seed, bro. Like this is everything to that's me. Your future, you know what I mean. Yeah. So I had something to live for. For real, for real. Like, I had something to strive for and to be great for and to be better for the whole time. My whole childhood growing up until I had my son. I had my son when I was 21. My whole, the whole time until then, bro, I was just blah. You know what I mean? But once I had my son, I had structure finally. I I finally was able to sit down with myself and confront myself and, and really look myself in the mirror and really be like, bro, like, you're tripping. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you got to get right because how would you feel if your son went through what you went through? Right. I would be damned. You know what I'm saying? Right. I would be damned, bro. So, that that was it, bro. That My son changed my life, and I am forever grateful for him, and I am going to be in his corner until 
the end. You know what I mean? And after. Sure, sure. And after. You know what I mean? Sure, so, sure. like, you know, that was it for me, my son. Yeah. Shout mm. out to Jumba. Shout love out you. to my love son. You, nephew. Love you, boy. Tapping, tapping with Big Unk. Why don't you hear this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, nah, man. Um, I feel like. I feel like what you said is true because personally, I, I, I don't have kids, but I had you guys already. I had you, I had Boo, I had Mo, I had Eddie, I had Zai, you know what I'm saying? I had Quan, and yep. I, had, I had all you guys, you know what I mean? Yep. And uh, and it, it was the fact that none of y'all really had your guys' dad's in your lives or, you know, my dad for that matter. Right. And it's just like, I knew, not only cause, just because I was the oldest, but... I knew that I had to be a positive role model because I knew that each one of you guys looked up to me in in, in some sort of way, mm-hmm. in some sort of way. And, Absolutely. You know, uh, I can't always say I I did my job one hundred percent of the time because I cause I didn't. Like I said before, I I was in gangs and shit, and I was getting I was I was in the streets a lot, and I was getting the shit and. <laughs> yeah, but that's know. okay, bro. But that, that's how you learn. Of course, bro. Trials and tribulations. Young, I was done. You know what I mean? Like, we, we knew better, but at the same time, you don't know better. Like, you think, you think, you think the shit's cool. You think it's okay. And, but at the end of the day... You, you find know, out you, quick. That yeah, ain't. you find out real quick, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not it. But yeah, it, ain't, it ain't nothing to play with. Yeah, like, I, I tried. You know what I mean? Of course. And I feel like I did, I did to the best of my ability. And while, there's love. While teaching myself how to be a man. You Preach, know what I mean? bro. Preach. Like, literally, like, trying to, like I'm not, I, it's not a disrespect to my dad because my dad's always been there. You know yeah, what I mean? Shout like, out to Pops. You know, from, you know as, as as much as he could. My dad was never out of my life like that. Uh huh. Like, he, he was, was always like, there for you. Besides the divorce, he he was always there for me. Mm-hmm. No, matter, no matter what he did, no matter what he was doing, you know what I mean? If, if he could make it, he could. If he, if he couldn't, he, you know what I mean? It, yeah. it is what it is. My mom, same thing. My mom wasn't always there. Mm hmm. Just like my dad wasn't always there, but when they were, they were, and when they weren't, they weren't. And I can't hold that. I can't hold that against them. Right. You know, I, I used to a lot um, until I got older and realized like what things really were. And once I got a grip of reality and realized they were doing it just for me to understand, or just for me to get the bigger picture, or just to protect me, like I was like, damn, like. I felt like shit because I'm like, damn, like, why did I do that? Or why was I doing that? all that dumb shit for what? Like, it, I, I learned that a lot of it wasn't worth it. But if I didn't go through with what I was doing, if I didn't, like, go through all those, those hard times, I want to be here today. I want to be the man that I am today. Right. Because you learn from your mistakes. Mm-hmm. If you're afraid of making mistakes, you're never going to grow. And that's just fucking facts. Preach, bro. And that's, that's just facts. That's a fact, bro. That's you got to fail. You got to fail to... to, to to get out them bumps and bruises, you know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta fail. That's that's the the beauty about life, bro. It's about the journey, not the end game. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't look at the the end goal, bro. It's it's you gotta fall in love with the journey and you how you got to that situation. Too. Yeah, exactly, bro. Yeah, you can't you gotta, focus on the future. Nah, you can't focus too hard on the future. Of course, always have it in the back of your mind. Yeah. Of course, and the past. Like, of course, mm-hmm. like don't dwell on the past, but of course, don't ever Preach. forget the past mm-hmm. but but feel me move forward with your life like mm-hmm. move on you know what i'm saying you cannot change what happened yesterday and you can't change what's about to happen tomorrow mm-hmm. but you could damn for sure change what's happening right now and you change yourself at that exactly bro mm-hmm. and and as long as you're able to recognize that and comprehend that bro you're gonna be good bro. right because at the end of the day the longer you wait 
that's just this is you telling yourself you're not gonna do it. If you do it now, that 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 little fuck it moment, like okay, oh, fuck, I'm gonna do it right now. That little moment can change your life for the rest of your life. Absolutely, you know what bro. I'm saying. <laughs> Bro, absolutely, bro. Yeah. You have a you have a poster up there that says "grind," bro. Literally, take that chance, man. Like exactly, bro. I a good example of that is me, um, me for one doing this podcast, uh, jumping into boxing, mm-hmm. culinary school, like all all those three things. Like those were literally just fuck it moments. Literally, all of them. Yeah, all three of them were just fuck it moments. And look at me now, bro. I'm. I'll be a chef for almost, what, 11 years now? Bro, it's been a long 10 time. 10 years. It'll be uh, April 1st, 2014, was when I first joined uh, culinary school. That's crazy, bro. I'll, I'll never forget that date. Right. Never. Of course not, bro. <laughs> that never, was such was, a big... Bro, yeah. I remember when you left. Bro, I remember when you left, bro. I was gone for three years. Bro. By myself. Yep. I was 19 years old. 19. This is mine. This is a year, year after high school. I left by myself. My parents weren't there. I said goodbye to them on the Greyhound. I literally went across the fucking country by myself, two bags, a suitcase and duffel bag by myself to a place where I didn't know not one fucking person. Yep. And you did it, bro. And I did and it. And guess what? Guess what? Came back with it. Came back with it. Came back with it, bro. Which is crazy, bro. Came back with it. It actually was like, bro, I did it, bro. I remember. I remember, bro. You were here one day and you were gone. I remember you called us and you were like, bro, I'm out here and and I'm really doing this. Like you were living in a. weren't you like in like a like a little dorm or something out there? With yeah. People? So it was. Um. It's essentially it's just a college. That's all it is. Mm. It's, it's called trade trade school, but mm. it's it's literally just a college. Like you can there, there's, there's a college campus on there. There's college classes. You can go to actual like, like university. You can go to um, a little community college. But everything you do there, like you're, you're living where you work and you're living where you grew, where you're going to school. Right. I was just gonna say that. And um, so then when I when I completed uh, basic training, I went to advanced training, which was you know like 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 real deal like. Corbin school, like I wasn't doing the basics no more. Like growing their cooking type. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we was cooking in, in basic training too, but basic training, you just first thing you learn is like knife safety or mm-hmm. what um, certain certain chemicals to use on like certain dishes, like when washing, like you know, like um, like stoves or ovens or cleaning right, like right. certain tile floors. Or, like you know, people think cook people think culinary school they think it's just cooking. Like no, no of bro, not. You, it it's so much more that goes into oh, it yeah, than just sure. cooking. Like you gotta learn about where the food came from, right. time, texture, control. There's like, so like the, much the food's bro. origin and like what what what's important in certain dishes, what not important in certain dishes, what what things don't mix, what ingredients don't mix and what what ingredients do mix and mm-hmm. you know, just so, so some things can be poisonous. Some things can kill you. Like it's it's, it's a lot that goes into it. <laughs> it's a whole lot that goes into it. It's not just fucking cooking. Like right. And like I said, you learn about um, like I said, like like knife safety, like certain knives to use on certain um, certain proteins, or you know what what, what knives cut in the bones, what knives don't. Mm-hmm. You know what knife works the best for this dish. What knife work work the best for that dish or this ingredient, this and the other. Like it's it's a lot. So let me ask you something. Okay. What made you? Because Bro, three years out there is a long time by yourself. What 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 was something that like what was like one of the main things that kept you going out there while you were like because if I recall right, bro, I remember mm. you like actually going through sh- real life shit out there too. It wasn't just Man. like oh I'm out here just chilling like in school like I'm having a breeze. No, bro, like you were going through real life situations out there on top of going to school. Like it wasn't like you were trying to like live and survive out there at the same time. It mm-hmm. wasn't like just a breeze for you. So what was like one of those main? What was like one of the main things that just kept you 
made you complete that thing and actually be like, bro, I'm not finna quit, bro. I came out here for a reason and I'm coming back with something to show for myself. Okay. Um, well, first thing I will say, um, it was hard. And it was hard because I was doing three things at once. I was going to school, mm-hmm. I was still boxing, mm-hmm. and I was working. So I was never like, there was really no no downtime like that. Mm-hmm. In the morning, we, we get up at six in the morning every day, um, get, be, uh, be up, clean everything. If you got to do your laundry, do your laundry. Or if, if you want to take a shower, take a shower. But it was, so the, the dorms were divided by, by sex. So the, all the boys were in one dorm, all the girls were in the other. That's trash. Some dorms had mixed dorms. If you were, like, trusted enough, like, if you had, like, um, if you had, like, like, like honor roll or whatever, and, like, mm-hmm. you, you can go into mixed dorms. But they, they were still, like, like divided regardless. Like, the boys would be on the bottom floor, the girls would be on the top floor. Mm-hmm. Or some other dorms would just be all men. Some of those would be all women. You know what I mean? It was yeah. just, it was divided. But it was hard um, because I was doing all of those things at once and while juggling with things still going on at home in my outside life. Because mind you, like I said, I, I was still gangbanging. So I, I, still have, I still have that shit going on <laughs> in my, was my outside life, bro. I was, <laughs> I was still doing that, that dumb shit, bro. He was and, out there twisting figures. And lit no dead ass, bro. But, but there's people on campus who, who obviously come from the same background. So like it wasn't the, it wasn't the easiest thing. Oh, so it was up. It oh, was yeah, up. It was up. It was smoke. for seven But everybody knew who I was. Regardless. Right, 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 everybody right. knew who I was. Everybody knew what I was about. And it was never like, it was never known that people really didn't try me like that, but there was like maybe like one person who like didn't really know like that, and he found out. But Fuck like, like I, I said, that, that that was me being dumb. Like I, you know what I mean? Like showing out and shit. Like mm-hmm. you know, that's just that's just for the birds. But it's cornball shit. What kept me going was um, that's little kid shit, by the way. I didn't want to go back to what I was doing because when I lived in LA, it was just it, it's a whole different ballpark. Right. Like it's it's not like how it is out here where. You can I, I can walk out my house with what the fuck I'm doing right around my neck and then just fucking walk down the street. I can go to any part of town and not get pressed. LA is a whole it's a whole, a whole, a whole fucking different story. Oh, of course. I can't I, I can't wear this. Oh, I'm no. I can't I can't wear this. I'm no. You gotta you, you gotta choose wisely jacked, before you walk jacked, out. Bro. You're getting pressed. Nigga, where you from? Where you stay? Who you know over here? All that the whole nine. Yeah. It's it's not like that out here. So when when we we moved out here, it was just it's just a whole fucking different world. So that was one of the things where like I didn't want to go back to because that wasn't the life that I really wanted to live. Like, uh, as I got older, like, I realized, like, damn, like, this is really fucking dangerous. And I don't know if I want to do this for the rest of my fucking life. Like, honestly, like, 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 real shit. Like, yeah. I don't have to watch over my back 24-7, like, right. getting jumped and shit. Like, bro, like, getting shot at, going to jail. Like, it's just not something that I wanted to do. And then when I lost one of my cousins... Because of this shit that was going on, I was just like, all right, that's that's when shit hit me. Mm-hmm. That's when I was like, all right, something's got to fucking change. Mind you, I'm 19 years old. I'm still a teenager. I'm right. still stupid. Right, like, right, right. But at the same time, I still have a fucking a, a level-headed mind where I'm not just out here doing a whole bunch of crazy shit. Like, I came out here for a reason. And I wanted to make my life better. So to answer your question, I, would, I just want to have a better life. And like I said earlier, I was real, I was a role model for you guys. So... I knew that if I can bust open that door so we can all have a reason to just branch out and be on our own and right. figure out life and just but but do it do it not only in like a legal way but the proper way, the right way, mm-hmm. how we're supposed to do it and handle it as men, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna do that. And that That's was love, it. bro. And then another thing that kept me going was um to keep it a buck, I, I wanted to get out of my mom's house. Yeah. Um I was tired of being there. I didn't 
want to be in my fucking thirties or forties or even honestly, like even in my twenties, like I didn't want to be in my twenties living living with my parents. Like that's that's just played out, bro. Like yeah. my mom was always talking about, oh, when you're eighteen, get out, do do whatever you want. You're eighteen, you're grown, you got my house, do whatever you want. Boom. All right, bet. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Exactly, that's exactly what I did. You know how your parents always get on you about that shit. Like yeah, well you, you everybody everybody's I mean? situation is different for yeah. sure. But like I, in your situation, no, I could tell that that's really how it was for you. Like oh, it really I, was because because me and my mom did not get along. Yeah, bro. At all. I'm knowing at all. Like, I'm knowing. <laughs> you so are like know, you I'm really had to get out when it was 18. When you were 18, I didn't. I love you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my mom. She a ruin. You know, so she gonna hold but, it down. Uh, I love my mom. Your mom too, too though. I ain't no diss. I, I, I love her too. Don't love, yeah, yeah. Love, bro. It was just, just everybody raised different, bro. God, everybody got their own situation. Right, but I, we, like I said, we didn't get along. I, I never knew. I really never knew the reason until like. Like I said, like I got older, I got much, I got mature, and I started realizing things a lot more. Mm-hmm. But at that time, I'm hard headed. Like I, I don't know what's going on. I don't understand. Like we're always fighting, we're always butting heads, we're always yelling at me, getting in my face. So that that shit, like it builds up for like, and this didn't happen like just as me as a teenager. Like it's been like since since I was a kid. Like we never got along like that. So yeah, that was the more motivation for me to get out. So just just in general, like your hard situation was just like it being hard back home motivated you to oh, stick yeah. it through there, yeah, knowing like, bro, I, I'm about to come back with something. Like I know I'm more than what yeah. what I was, you know, what I was given and what my opportunities were mm-hmm. back then. Like I'm gonna make it something for myself. So just just in general, it being hard for you made you be like, bro, I'm sticking this out. Yeah, and that that opened us that 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 opened up a lot of doors for a lot of people too, bro. Because you know what I'm saying I remember I was still in high school when that was going on. You know what I mean? Okay. So so like I was seeing you leave out of state, then you came back with credentials, and I'm like, bro, like he he really just went and did that. You know what I'm saying? He really just went and did that. Excuse me, and and came back and and really had something to show for himself. And that was one of those eye opening moments to me. I'm like, bro, like. It's this stuff, you like, oh, it's there. You just got to put your hand on it. You know what I'm saying? You could touch it. You know what I'm saying? It's there. Like, all this stuff is really possible. You just mm-hmm. actually have to do it, like you were saying earlier. Yeah. So. I, 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 it was one of those moments where, like, I knew um, I had a purpose in life because God, God opened that door for me. Because um, I knew if I would have stayed there doing the same shit I was doing, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get nowhere. Mm-hmm. That, that, that was just... Where would you be if you would have been dead know, or in jail? Right, dead or in jail. Right, hands down. Literally, that's that's, 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 that's a no brainer. Dead or in jail because I can't tell you the amount of times for one I've been to jail or for the amount of times I've looked death in the face. Like it's it's not normal for what I was doing at my age to experience so many adult situations like that like right. I, I had no business being where i was oh, and no man. business doing what i was doing oh yeah me too I, that's I've just had, facts i've had so much shit like that that's too. just facts and god for god is good for letting me <laughs> you know get out those situations I have, I, i've been blessed enough i ain't never had no crazy shit happen like you you've had like guns and shit crazy oh, point yeah. shot at you and oh, shit. Yeah. i ain't never been shot at or nothing that's you know so i was able to escape that shit before all that i wasn't really out here gangbanging either honestly mm-hmm. but you know what I'm saying? I've definitely had situations where something could have happened to me and my family wouldn't even known how I was even in that situation. They probably thought I was at my homie's house and we done snuck out his house. You know what I'm saying? And That's went exactly and did what I was doing. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> literally. Like, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I've definitely 
had had situations like that. So I, yeah. I could relate to that for real. Yeah, and God, God, like I said, God blessed me enough to have mercy over my life. And yes. I, and another, another thing with, with my mom is my mom's a minister of her church. She was already kind of minister at my church. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, I at, at, at our church in high school. And uh, like, honestly, a church was forced on us. We would go Tuesday nights, Thursday nights, oh, yeah. Saturday afternoons for children. Sunday, church, Sunday morning, Monday, and Sunday nights. And Monday, so yeah, Monday that's too. That's five bro. days a week. Bro, I'm telling you. Out of seven. There. Plus school. <laughs> Plus school. Bro, hey, he was and getting the word, basically. Like, man, like... He knew the word, basically. I was literally beat into me. So, but I, I think I thank my mom for that. And I thank God for that. Because, honestly, like, without without those two in my life, it, uh, I, I would not be here today mm-hmm. saying my testimony. That's literally what it is. It's a testimony. It really like, is. I'm not, I'm not trying to preach for those who don't believe in God. This isn't for you. But yeah, this is what happened to me. And it's how, it's how my life changed. And... I'm living proof, and this is no bullshit. That's like, a Fendi. You know what I mean? Like, yes. But um, yeah, that was just that. Those moments in my life were those big moments where I like, yeah, I, I need to change because mm-hmm. I seen myself going nowhere. I seen myself going in circles. Like, I, there's people to this day who are even I went to college with and culinary school with. Like, they are doing the same shit they were doing before we even went to school. Doing the same shit, or some who graduated but didn't do shit with their lives, of course, or or didn't go for the trade that they were going for, or, or didn't go for, for that degree they were going for. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I've yeah. done grew. I didn't grow with niggas that feel me done died over some the dumbest shit in the world, bro. I'm talking about the dumbest shit in the world, bro. Like I didn't seen, I I didn't had homies feel me real life die over stupid shit bro like i'm talking about for real like multiple friends too like mm-hmm. this ain't no game bro like i can name 10 niggas off the top of my head for right. real like that that for real died and that and in that, tacoma like this one small like i'm talking about tacoma's like if tacoma you're from small, if tacoma's you're f- small but it's big yeah like it's <laughs> big but if you're from tacoma you know like for real there. for real from tacoma bro everybody knows everybody, everybody bro somehow. Oh God! Really so like these are niggas that are known around Tacoma that have died for no fucking reason, bro. And it's it's exhausting, bro. It's exhausting. And shout out to Tacoma, like it's love, shout out to like three. for real, for real. It's love, like we. But jeez, bro, bro, niggas gotta do better. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta strive for more. And like for you to even grow up in Tacoma and to not want more for yourself says a lot about you. You need to look in the mirror, right? On God. Right. Because, bro, ain't shit there to be honest. Exactly, let's, let's bro. But niggas are doing the same shit they was doing twenty years ago, bro. But even like, like you said, you can name ten dudes off the top of your head. Even alone, like, saying that alone is is sad enough. It's tragic. It's, it's sad enough. You know what I mean? Like it shouldn't it shouldn't be that way. You feel what I'm saying? Oh yeah, like, bro. Niggas didn't grow up like us. Way. There's people that grew up, bro, ain't had a, have not struggled in life at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Got, got things handed to them. Literally, you know silver I mean? spoon. Like, bro, silver like, spoon. bro, I didn't, bro, I didn't been through so much, bro. It's not even funny. Right. You know what I mean? It's on. This is. It's not funny. Like at the end of the day, you know what I mean? So, yeah. motherfuckers need to be grateful for what they got, cause you know what I'm saying. Like that, you know that saying they say like, if you throw your your problems in a pile, bro, and you try to pick up somebody else's, I bet you are gonna pick yours back up. Right. Because exactly. that's you know what I mean. Because <laughs> exactly. That's that's just real, bro. And and, uh, and I know that even with me going through all the shit that I've been through, I know it, I know somebody done been through thirty things worse than me. Right. And I was like, I have not had the worst life, but I have right. not had the best. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? And right. I'm grateful for what I have and what I've overcame and what I've got, bro. I own mm-hmm. God. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to my son. You know what I'm saying? Um, I was going to say, um, there's a lot of, 
people who really don't know what a struggle is. And there's a lot of people who know too well what a struggle is. Mm-hmm. And for Ooh, yes, for, for for some people to just take advantage or, or like like take it for granted, it's just like sometimes it's beyond me. Like I, I was watching this uh, this video. I think was it last night? Mm-hmm. I think it was last night. It was on YouTube. Just just some old regular cop video, but it was this girl. Um, she she obviously comes from money. I seen the car she was driving. She had to be no more than like like eighteen, nineteen, young, fresh out of high school, and. She was telling the officer because mind you, mind you, she she's drunk. She was telling the officer like, "Oh, you know my my dad, my dad owns the police force and this and the other and this and you know." Oh, she's one of those. Yeah, mm-hmm. one of them for real. Mm-hmm. And she was trying to like use that to like her advantage, but she, <coughs> she drove drunk and got pulled over and was like the whole time. This this argument probably went on for like maybe like forty five minutes. Like she's arguing back and forth with the cop the whole time. Like. How? What the cop even argued for forty five minutes is crazy. <sighs> nigga, if that was a nigga, would have been. If that was a nigga, would have been in jail already, Privilege, bro. Like, been downtown already. It's just, it's just stuff like that. Like y'all take this so for granted, but like the whole time they was arguing, like he wasn't even touching. Like she wasn't in handcuffs. Like, like none of that. She was, she, she, she was, she wasn't like, even. Really, she really wasn't even even detained like that. To be mm-hmm. honest, let's keep it a buck. Mm-hmm. She was still by her car. Shorty was chilling. Just talking. She was about to go home. Running her fucking mouth, and then her, <laughs> and then her mom pulled up, and. Was like she was crying for her mom type. She was like, "Mom, help me!" Help me. Like, like playing victim, one thousand percent playing oh, victim. Man. And then that's when shit took a turn, and the cop, cop, the cop got fed up and was like, "No, you're going to jail because you you failed all your sobriety tests, you know, you, you you know, all just all that." And it was just like it made me think like, "Damn, like, <clears throat> had it been anybody else, or I, I hate playing the race card, but had had it been somebody from a different race." It's over. Guns are drawn. Eight police cars are there. I, I say that because I went through that. Oh. I have this ex. I'm, I'm, you, you know about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I know. I have this ex. Go ahead. And I'm not getting too much into it. Mm-hmm. But long story short, I was dating this girl. And I was catching on to her cheating. And at, at this point in given time, like in this moment... She hadn't been home for four days. Like, that's when I moved out. That, that was the year I moved out of your place. Mm-hmm. That was the year when I got my, my, my first apartment with her. It's my, my first place ever, right? I moved in with this girl. In Fed, right? Yeah, in Fed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. So you already know. I know it, bro. I, I moved out. Shit was going good. And I, I moved there in what, October? October 7th. October 7, 2017. Wow. My dates are on point. <laughs> right. Right about the date. October 7, 2017 is when I moved in. Um, I The first day I moved in, bro, and this is important. I'm, I'm, fuck, I'm, I'm just getting into it. Right. The, the first day I moved in, my Nissan, I, I was, that's when I was working at Joey's mm-hmm. over here in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. I wasn't living here yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when I was working at Joey's. Um, I just got that job, so I was going to go get um, my pay stubs. And on my way back, I got in a car accident. Told on my car. Told on my car. Got in a car accident. This dude's clowning his brakes. It was raining that day. I had just got my car worked on the day before because it, it was messing up. But I, I got it fixed. I had just got my car fixed. I probably put like maybe like a good like seven eight hundred bucks down into it. Um, got in a fucking car accident. Car was totaled, and it was before I could even move into the apartment. 
like it was my my way back to, to the apartment. Mm -hmm. Car's gone. Fuck. What do I do? I call her. Her and a friend come and get me. You know, whatever. We we get it. We it, the car's gone. I get any shit I can do about it. Right. right? It's all. Whatever, whatever happened happened. It, it, it's gone. We, I ended up going to see the new place. You know, we we got the keys or whatever. So we get settled in, and she moves all her stuff. I move all my stuff in, and um, things were good at first. And then a little bit down the line, I'm starting to notice some different patterns. Wasn't coming home a lot. Wasn't answering the phone a lot. Coming home, going straight to the bathroom, like just, just, just weird shit. Yeah, just weird shit. And I don't think I don't think I ever talked to you about it, but <laughs> I had I, I ended up finding out she did um, she was doing drugs. She was on coke. I didn't I didn't know that at mm -hmm. first. I didn't mm -hmm. I didn't know that. But it started to make sense. I didn't find out until after the situation happened. But, right. So that often not to not to cut you off, but that often does happen. People like they'll hide something for somebody change. yeah like you and then you'll start to catch on to it you'll be like mm -hmm. oh this shit makes sense you'll start to connect them dots mm -hmm. but people can hide stuff like that from you yeah. but anyways keep going but you know, i'm not i'm not stupid like i've never been around drugs like that as far mm -hmm. as i'm concerned like i've never been around i never been around like, like hardcore drugs like that but i'm around weed you know what i mean alcohol cigarette you know the, the, the basic shit but i never brought on a hardcore shit like that before really to mm -hmm. keep it a buck mm -hmm. so like i wasn't like too keen on it right i did i never really know so time went by and like october um i we we had gotten an argument and she was pretty much saying like she's saying that like i was controlling but let me stop there because i'm not and the re I, I know why she said that but let me tell you why I'm not. She said that because, like I said, she was going out, was coming home, was on her phone. For me, it was just like, where are you? What are you doing? Who are you with? Like, are you okay? Like, it wasn't no like, bitch, where you at? Da -da -da -da. Yeah, it yeah, it yeah. wasn't like that. Yeah. It was more of a concern than more of a, I'm trying to keep you home type shit. You right, know what right, I mean? Right, right. Plus, I was working. I was working two jobs at, at, the, at this point. I was working two jobs. And um, I was so fucking stressed out about rent and then i got this relationship who that out that was going good at first and now it's not like moving in changed everything <laughs> it changed everything right and i found out real quick that you don't really know somebody until you live with them that's oh, real yeah. shit oh yeah that's that's, that's real fact. shit that's a fact so um fast forward we break up we still live together but we're broken up and now, now shit's getting like like really really weird, mm -hmm. and at this point she's like, "Am I like like our work schedules were different, so I barely see her. Like I would be, I, I I worked early in the morning, she worked late at night. So I by the time I'm getting off, she's going to work or vice versa. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um, like you guys' schedules are for real clashing. Yeah, yeah. like like I'm already in and bed, and she's also doing dirt like behind you. Yeah, you know like, like I'm already in bed and she's coming home type shit right, right, I'm, right i'm leaving and she's sleeping you know what i mean so yes. it, it was that's what it was so we really didn't have a lot of time with each other but like when we did like we will you know we, we will like go out every now and then or like do basic shit like like go grocery shopping together or shit like that but mm -hmm. like the vibes were just weird and this is someone who knew my family like knew my immediate family you know what i mean just it was serious to me right you know and um, fast forward to like spring, that's when the situation happened. I had 
Um, she had left. Her, she had gotten a shower and she had left her phone on the bed. Someone was telling me, I, 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 mind you, I don't go through phones. You know what I mean, I, I don't. But it was that day. God was talking. He was like, my nigga said, go through that phone. Pick up that phone. I was, I was like, bro, screaming. and it, bro, and it was unlocked. Oh, so it her was really. Was never, her phone so was, it was never, really tempting. It never had a password on it ever. Her phone was unlocked. I'm like, what the fuck? So I thought it was weird. Went straight to the messages. Follow this message from from this dude um, in the army. And I was like, oh, I already know where this is going. I, I, I already know about army niggas. I already know, I already know where this is going, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She fuck with army nigga. My blood is boiling. Nigga, I'm hot. <laughs> of course. I, 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 felt my, I picked the phone and I felt, my show, I felt myself shaking, bro. Like, it was... I, I've never felt like that before. It was the first time I, I ever felt like that. Like, I, my adrenaline was kicking, bro. Like You got cheated on. was my for real about to go crazy. Kicking. Like, I was like, bro... Cause I'm I'm reading the messages, but what I was reading was like it was blowing my mind. I'm like I can't believe like this shit is really happening. Like mind you, we're not together, but still like we still live together. Oh bro, like we're still trying to work shit out. Bro, that shit shit hurts so bad, bro. I done been through that, bro. That shit hurts so bad, bro. But that shit hurts. The way I was feeling, bro. Of course, bro. I wasn't on no hostile shit, but like, bro, like I in my head, I was thinking the worst, like. The first thing, the first thing I thought, I was like, "What am I even gonna say to her? Like, how am I even gonna bring this up?" Like, yeah, I'm probably going to her phone, but at the same time, I had a reason to. Like, I, I felt it wasn't no like, oh, she was hiding shit. No, it was like I felt it within me. I like, I felt it right. within me. It right. wasn't, it wasn't no nothing or like how you see somebody being sneaky and like, oh, let me go through her phone. No, like I felt it within me because I didn't know what was going on. I just felt it, and then it was just. It was a route from there. So since 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 then that moment on, when I after I confronted her about it, she was like, "Oh, he's." She pulled the whole "it's a friend" card. I'm like, all right. Oh hell From no. that from from that from as soon as you said that conversation was over, <laughs> conversation was over. I was like, all right. I, I threw the phone, whatever. Like mind you, she she was in the shower. So like right. I was, you know what I mean. I'm just like, you know what. I was like, I left. I, I went for a walk. Popped my headphones in. Went for a walk. Mm-hmm. I. When I tell you, I didn't, I didn't come back that night, cause I, cause I, I, I didn't come back that night, cause I was, I was so fucking pissed off, like, I, it was, it was maybe like, almost like 11, 12 at night, I, I didn't come home until like eight in the morning. Damn. I was, I, but I was up the whole night, just, just walking around the apartments, walking around, walking, walking around the city, just, I was just walking, bro, like I was that fucking pissed off. My and nigga then, just needed some time for real. Bro, when I got back, she act like nothing happened. And no, that would that would have hurt me. And that's when I, and that's when I knew I was like, okay. I was like, okay. So, I had talked to her for a week, not one word, for a whole week. And said shit to her. She came home, hi babe. None of that. None of that. She would call me. I wouldn't answer. She would text me. I wouldn't answer. Unless it was about bills or something, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't talk to her. But even then, I still wasn't talking to her. Right. You know what I mean? It right, was just right. when I say zero silence, bro. It was nothing from me. Bro, like, mute. It wasn't no high. It wasn't no, can you help me with this? It wasn't no yes, no. Literally, it was literally zero. Mm-hmm. Zero. So, springtime rolls around. And at this point, um, it, it was it was um, May 7th, 2018. About 11 in the morning. And I know this because I was supposed to work that day, but I didn't. I got, I got called off. I got, it was my dad. I got called off. She came on at 11. Walked to the door. Um, wakes me up. Like, being loud and shit. Like, wakes me up. 
I'm looking, I'm looking at the phone. I'm like, damn, it's been four fucking days since you've been home. I answer shit to her. Um, so I get up, I do my my normal routine on my day stuff. I I clean, so I start doing laundry. I clean, I vacuum, whatever the whole nine, doing dishes, all that shit. I have my headphones in. She rips off my headphones, and it's like yelling at me. It's like, why the fuck are you being so loud? Da da da. But I've never seen her like this before. She's never like yelled at me like that. Mm-hmm. But like, bro, like her face, it was just like her eyes were like like bloodshot red. Her her pupils were this like like big as fuck. And at first, I didn't really know what was going on. <laughs> but then she was on that white girl. And I put two and two together. And I was like, oh, she's coming out from a fucking high. Mm-hmm. But it made sense because she was gone for four days. Oh yeah, she was out binge, just just out there out doing there. whatever. And I'm just looking at her. I'm just like. I, my, I didn't say shit. She's yelling at me, but I'm not, I'm not saying shit. Because I'm, I'm still pissed off. Of course. <laughs> I'm still pissed the of fuck course, off. Of but, course. Um, I put my headphones back in and started vacuuming again. And this time, she, you know those, those big-ass Comcast remotes? The brick one. She threw it at my face. No, bro. She picked it up and threw it at my face, and my lips started bleeding. Not like I'm, I'm talking about like, busted the fuck out of my lip. Like threw it so fucking hard, like my lips started bleeding. And I just, I, I just, I looked down at the remote. I'm touching my lip, and mm-hmm. my my fingers were covered in blood. And I look at her, and I'm just like, I took the biggest breath. And I was just like, all right. I was like, get out of my house. That was it. I, I said, I said, just like that, calm as fuck. Cause, cause my drone is through the fucker with this point. Like this bitch threw a remote at me. Has been home for four days. Found you're cheating on me. Like, bro, like everything was just spinning in my fucking head. I'm like, get the fuck out of my house. Right. She sees my face and gets scared. And, but like, I, I feel like she was so fucking high. Like that moment where she was scared just it went away immediately mm-hmm. starts throwing shit at me i'm like all right and then she pushes me gets off me starts choking me so i push her off of me i bear hug her and i'm trying to i'm trying to i'm trying to open the door right you're just trying and, to you're trying like, to I, I, like, get her off point, you. bitch you're gone yeah like, like you're done and um like mind you like keep in mind like i'm bleeding and shit you know, she's scratching me, all the all this shit. Like I have cuts all over my fucking arm. My face is fucked up. Like, you know, it's just it's just a bad situation. Yeah. So I I, I get her out the house. I finally end up getting her out the house, and I lock the door so fucking fast, cause like I, I I'm not scared, but I'm like I don't know what the fuck's about to happen. So she leaves, and then maybe like, not even like. Maybe like five to seven minutes, bro. I hear the cops outside. I'm like, what? And they're calling out my name over, over the intercom. I'm like, <laughs> wait, I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Wait, pause, pause. Dead ass. They're like, they're like, come out with your hands up, this time, the other. I'm like, swear to God. I'm like, there is no fucking way. Swear to God you went through that, bro. Bro. Come out with your hands oh, up is crazy. I left, out, I left it apart. I left it apart. Before she, after she, after she, after I pushed her off me, she, she, okay, yeah, she, she calls the police and is like, it's playing victim. And oh, like, of course. Oh, my boyfriend's beating me this and the other. He, he choked me out. I'm like, I'm like, okay. They're going to come here and I'm going to be able to talk to them and tell <laughs> them if she's lying, right? That's what you're thinking? Yeah. Yeah. That ass. Like, this is not going to be like, that there's no, I'm in, I'm in the living room. She's in the bedroom. I'm like, bro, there's, no, I'm out loud. I'm like, there's no fucking way she's called the cops right now. Um, mind you, I have guns in the house. 
Of course. Just put, put, put it out there, but I have a permit. Right. Cops don't care about that shit. Right. Right? So. Yeah, they're coming. They're, they're coming. They're thinking it's the worst right now. Right. So, but and then she tells them that. She's like, he has guns. So, she's. she's, she's oh, she. She's painting the picture. She's gassing it, She's bro. painting the picture, right? Uh-huh. And then out of nowhere, she's like, she, she she gets calm. And I'm like, I know this bitch is high as fuck. She gets calm, brother. She gets calm and is like. Never mind, this movie's too much for me. She tells me it's a movie. Hangs up. Nah, bro. Bro, so that's when shit starts, starts getting crazy. She starts fighting me and shit. So I pick her up, bear hug her, and get out the house. And this and the other, right? Mm-hmm. That's, when I, that's when the police came. They're like, come with your hands up. They, they say my whole... Why I say they, they say my whole fucking name? First, <laughs> middle, and last? I'm like, damn. All right, bet. <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck do I do? Shit, go outside with your hands up, nigga. I call Trey. I call Mo. Yeah. I call my dad. I call my mom. I'm like, fuck. Nobody's answering. It's a wrap. So I texted Trey. I'm like, nigga, I'm about to go to jail. Come get me. Yeah, I was just like, I was like, I'm about to go to jail. Um, fuck what I said. I was, I was like, oh, I'm about to go to jail. Um, then so it's Trey. Trey, he's like, he's <laughs> that nigga goofy. He he thinks everything's funny, bro. He thought it was a joke, but it wasn't a fucking joke. Like he was like laughing about it. I'm like, no, bro, I'm serious. But he thought I was like dead ass joking. And then I didn't text him back. And that's when the cops came. They're telling him tell to come out. So I go out. My, bro, I, I threw on some fucking jeans and a t shirt and my slides. And I go, like, so I go outside with my hands up. That's my other. Bro, when I go outside, there's eight cop cars there. Yeah, they but there But there's like three cops to a car. Yeah, they so can't so be, bro. There's like fucking 14 cops out there. Like, just. There's like I, I I I before I went out I looked in the back porch. There's a cop out there, shotgun pointed at me. I live on the second floor. He's pointing shotgun at me. He's he's, he's looking in the back. One of one was looking around and one one was looking at me through, through through the window. So I'm like, fuck, this shit is real. This shit is, I was like, either I'm about to die. Niggas, I was like, they're, they're they're either about to shoot me, come come in here, or I'm gonna go outside and get shot. So nigga, I'm scared. I'm of terrified. Course, of course, I'm terrified. Of bro, nigga, sh- I'm bro, terrified. I hella scared. I, I don't give a fuck if it was, was a nigga on the street. Cool, nigga, I'm, I'm blasting back. But this, this is the cops we're talking about. This, yeah. is, this is the feds, right? Yeah. M14 shotguns, Glocks pointed at me, bro. Niggas had shields, canines. I'm like, all right. So, what had happened? What had happened was she had called them twice. She, uh, one of her friends lived in the complex, so she went to her house and called the cops again. So that's why they came so fucking deep. So th- and then they were like, uh, the first thing they asked me there was like, where are your guns? I'm like, they're upstairs. I was like, my Glock's on the dresser and my shotgun's in the closet. Um, the cop asked, he was like, are they registering your name? I'm like, yeah, they're both under my name. I have my, my permit and my wallet. It's on the dresser right, right next to my Glock. Boom. He puts me in handcuffs. Um, he walks me upstairs. He's like, is there anything that you need? I was like, I need my inhaler right now. I need my wallet. I need my phone. That's it. That's all I need. Mm-hmm. Bro, he reads me my rights, bro. Bro, you're really going to jail bro, right now. He reads me my rights, and my heart is fucking pounding. I'm like, fuck. This is not the first time, but nigga, like. Nah, this situation is crazy. This, this situation is just different. Yeah. It's, it's just it, different. It, like, it's crazy. So, he reads me my rights. I, I look, I'm sitting, I'm, I'm in the car at this point. He's reading my rights. Closes the door and I see her. I see her with one one this girl's from work 
and um, her best friend. <clears throat> Mind you, she's like she's like crying and shit. And she sees me in the cop car, and I'm pulling off, and then she smiles. Yeah, bro. She smiles, and then turns around and like plays victim again. I'm like, bro. Bro, it's crazy what it's crazy what what a girl. Not even, not even. Let me not say that because men be on the same craziness. It's right. just crazy how relationship can get to that point, bro, where somebody's literally trying to ruin your life. So they don't get caught. <laughs> so they don't, just so they don't get caught. I'm like, but bro, you're already caught though. Yeah. Like you're yeah, already like caught. You that's did, why, that's you why did we all broke this... up in the first place. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, so that was just one of the situations where it was just like, what the fuck do you do? Like, it, it was just unfortunate because like, like I, mean, I said, hadn't been anybody else, it wouldn't have gone down like that. Yeah, you know, like once the cops come too. By the way, like once the cops get called, somebody has to go to jail, and you, and you get evicted on top of that. Yeah, like it's it, oh yeah, for sure. Like everything is bad at that point. It's you like, can't come back after something like that. You get evicted. You owe money to the apartment. Your credits fucked, I, bro. It changes your life for real. Fucked. And then, so that was my first time doing doing that situation. I ain't never dealt with that. And so when I when I got evicted, I went to jail. I need to get time, y'all, bro. And so, <laughs> oh man, that it was just bullshit. I, I, I'm I'm thinking about it. and It's just like, right, right, right. Yeah, it was just it was the whole situation was just bullshit. So, um, I meet the judge, and. Yeah, I'm just fast forwarding. I mean, yeah. so okay, let me, let me backtrack. I go to score, and then um, I got booked there. I'm there maybe for like, I think like I was there for like eight hours. I leave at like four in the morning, some shit like that. It was like it was like four in the morning. I'm getting transferred to Seattle. <laughs> now I'm going to jail, nigga. Bro, I got transferred to fucking Seattle. Seattle is. Um. So you had to drive. So they drove you to Seattle, bro. Yeah, I went from one jail to another to the next. And oh then, so my I, I went God. to Seattle. It's like six in the morning at this point. I'm getting booked to take my fingerprints. They're like, you got. Yeah, you're going through the motion. There, now. there was like, you can make some phone calls, whatever, this and the other. I get my monks out taken. And so. <laughs> I need to get a shirt with your face on it. <laughs> bro. <laughs> and so. I make the phone call. I call. One of my best friends, I called my grandma and my mom. My mom didn't pick up. My best friend didn't pick up. Grandma, da- grandma, da. and my, my 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 grandma didn't pick up only because it was so late at night. Mm. So I called my best friend again, and she picks up. I'm like, thank fucking god! But she's in Georgia. She's in Georgia, so there's not shit she can really do. So she yeah. picks up. I'm like, I'm in jail, and she's. She's, she's freaking out. She's like, all right, I'm about to catch a flight. This and that. Like, so, word ends up getting out. And um, time goes by. And, I, and I, f- I finally make bail. I got bailed out. And um, I'm thinking I'm going back to the apartment. That's my mindset. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm going back to the apartment. I get there. And... Um, My my grandma and my dad picked me up. 
and I get there and fucking um, well, we're in the car. We drop my dad off, and I'm noticing so we're not going back to my apartment. I'm like, where are we going? She's like, you're going to my house. I'm like, what? Like, yeah, you're going to my house. I'm like, the fuck? Why? And she hands me this big ass stack of papers. I'm like, what is this? I never seen this shit before, so I don't know what the fuck it is. Right. Has the biggest stack of papers. First thing, big red letters, eviction notice. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? So now, so now I'm worried about my shit. Bro, life's going upside down. I'm, I'm worried about my shit. This yeah. one, I'm like, where are my guns at? Like, where, like, where's, where's all my clothes at? I'm asking her. She's I like, I need that PS4. Right, like, all, like literally, <laughs> like, bro, like I had like like brand new TVs. Like I was just getting my my shit together in that house. Like, of course. I had holding brand new shit. There. All your shit is in the house. All my shit's in the house, right. and it's all my shit. It's none of her shit. It's all my shit. Like right. it's my bed, it's my couch, it's all all the, all the shit is mine. <laughs> no, all she has is a bunch of clothes. That's all she has in the bitch. It's a bunch of fucking clothes and some pots and shit. I had a situation like that happen, but yeah, go ahead. And so, yeah, she's like, you went to my house. I'm like, fuck. I get there. There's just boxes there of my shit. I'm like, I'm like, you want to grab my shit? She's like, no, she brought it. I'm like, she packed all my shit and brought it here? Hmm. She's like, she's like, yeah, bro. Was all your shit there? Not all of it. Oh. That fucking 380 I had, the, mm-hmm. the Magnum, gone. Didn't know where it was. The, the police got my other two guns. Right. But, uh, but the other one, gone. A pair of my headphones, gone. One of my phones, gone. Like, uh, like a lot of, like, my, like, most expensive shit was gone. Right. But the first thing I asked for was like, oh, well, one one of the first thing I asked for was like, "Where's my Bible?" She's like, "It's it's over there on the table." I'm like, "Cool. As long as that's there, I'm straight." Right. I need that. If if if, if now's the time that I need something, it's that Bible, and I need that shit now. Right. So I'm packing. I'm packing. I'm packing all my stuff because I I had a room at my grandma's house since I was a kid. So I had a room over there. So mm-hmm. I'm putting my stuff up there. And this is this is where my life changed, bro. I opened my Bible, and it's a letter from her. It's a letter from her in the Bible. In the Bible, Cause she a, knew. She knows you. Facts. She knows you. Yeah. That part. So, um, it's a letter. It's a letter in the Bible, and it's pretty much her admitting to everything, admitting how wrong she was, admitting to what she did. Mm-hmm. How she called the cops, this and the other, where she was. Like, literally, every answer I was looking for was in that letter. Right. Literally. And so, when I had met the judge, when I was in jail, when I met the judge. I would have presented that. He video. was like, this is me backtracking. He was like, you can have a no contact order for five years. No email, <laughs> no text, no calls, no third, no, no third parties, no social media, zero contact. Uh, five, 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 if you see this person, it has to be 500 feet within the building. If she's there, you have to leave. Right. I'm like, damn. Okay. I, I couldn't say anything because my, my lawyer was present mm-hmm. in the courtroom with me. Mm-hmm. So he was, so he had told me not to say anything at the time. And then so once I signed that no contact order, it was a route from there. So I had got rid of that lawyer that I had, that attorney. He was garbage. I got rid of him. He wasn't doing shit for me. He was offering me deals for me doing time. He was like, you can do 36 months in federal prison, or we're going to give you um, four to six years in jail, no probation. Um, and when you get out, it's going to be an anchor monitor for the next five years. I'm like, what kind of fucking deal is this? 
Man, I would have fought that bitch. But too. then the judge was like, but but then when I had my back with him, the judge was trying to give me ten years on Walla Walla. The the ten G- years over that, bro. You didn't even over, do nothing crazy, bro. Ten fucking years. <laughs> ten years in prison, bro. Just to throw because a book. because because technically it's a, it's a federal offense. I had a, I had a, a, I got charged with, with assault two. I got charged with two assault twos, and an assault three. And if you ever been to jail, or if you know about the court system, anything from a one. To a four, like like one being the worst, four being like like a, a misdemeanor. Mm-hmm. The charges are high, so assault two, that's prison time. Yeah, that's you're up there. That's federal time, and I I got hit with like five charges all at once. <laughs> Bitch, I thought a book, <laughs> bro. So possession of a gun, all types of shit. That was the oh, deal. No, no, it, was it was in my name, so yeah, it, it sure was could. it was fine. But um, so I was I was gonna do ten years, and. That was the offer that they was giving me. <laughs> so my auntie, that they, shout out to my auntie Kiva, because thank God for you, I love you so much. For one, she bailed me out, mm-hmm. and two, um, she looked up some lawyers uh, in the area. Um, lo and behold, she had went to she had went to college with to college with one. She went to UW Seattle. She went to college with one. Uh, her name is Deborah Deborah Wilson. Shout out to Deborah Wilson. I love you so much. She. Told me to contact her. This is me out of jail. Mm-hmm. I contacted her. We met up. I told her my case. And um, things started to change. Um, keep in mind, this case drug on for 18 months. Straight. That's stressful. This was, was an 18-month case. That's stressful. Right? So, I had this new lawyer. And I was telling her... Um, what the what the last attorney was, was asking me, um, what, what was telling, what, what was offering me, I mean, and um, she kind of just took a deep breath and was like, okay. She's like, I'm not gonna lie to you, it looks bad right now, but I know all these judges. Let me see what I can do. So we had got rid of that judge, but what I didn't know about that judge, that the, the, the guy. The one I had before, the first judge I had, mm-hmm. he he's on um, America's Most Wanted, so he deals with like the high level criminals, mm-hmm. like people that they're looking for, like like nationwide type shit. I didn't, I didn't, I've I've seen him before, but I didn't know that that was him. Right. You know what I mean? Like I seen him on TV, but I didn't know it was him in the moment because I wasn't focused on him. Right. Bro, I had the hardest judge in the fucking state, like the most strict judge in the entire state. Mm-hmm. And what I didn't know was that you can fire a judge and get a new one. I didn't oh. know that. So I did that with a quickness. I'm like, no, fuck that. He's gone. He's out of here. She's like, she's like, I can't promise you um, a lower sentence. And I can't promise you, you know, this, that, and the other. But it's a chance. Are you willing to take it? I'm like, yeah. By all means, 100%. If there's a better chance I'm going to take, it's going to be now. I'm not trying to do no fucking ten years. I'm not trying to do six years. I'm not trying to do. I'm not trying to do no fucking time. Of course. I already. I already. I'm already in the system. You know what I mean. Regardless yeah. <laughs> of my past, I'm already in the system. So just want to get it over. I just want to get this shit over with, right? Play out and just do your thing. So I get this new judge. Now mind, now mind you, my, my attorney's a female now. Her name's Deborah. Keep that in mind. I get this new judge, also a female. I'm like, fuck. This is the. This is a domestic, quote unquote, domestic violent case, mm-hmm. and I get a female judge. Nigga, like if this fucking month can get any fucking worse, 
So I'm panicking. I'm like, fuck, she's gonna throw me the she's gonna throw the fucking book at me. One thousand percent. Right, what'd she do to you? What'd she do? Yeah, um, at at this point, so like this is like later down the line. This is like I wanna say this is like the twelfth court date. Mm-hmm. Um because I'm getting a bunch of different offers on the table, like different plea deals, this and the other. Now, mind you, I I, I pled guilty because I knew I wasn't gonna win this case, so I pled guilty. So that so that, but she, I I pled guilty because it was giving me a higher chance to beat this thing. Yeah, for you to just get it over with. And yeah, maybe because this I was gonna go to not... trial, and if I went to trial, that's putting six other judges. Um. That's putting my case and other judges' hands at who don't know the situation. Of course, of course. You know what I mean? Why the fuck would I do that? Right. I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not trying to go to trial. So let me plea out real fast. Right. And hopefully they don't throw so a book. Like, but okay. So let me let me backtrack. So when when I when I'm I'm pleading guilty or non guilty, I'm this is this is the new judge. This is the female judge. Um, I I plead guilty, and then she looks at me. She gives me this look. It's not no weird look, but she gives me this look like she knew I was lying. She knew I was lying. I was I wasn't hiding it, but like she knew like I, I pled guilty just to get over with. Like of like, course. like you said. Of but course. she looked at me and asked me again. She goes, Mr. Mims, do you plead guilty or not guilty? Mm-hmm. And that's when God spoke to me. And then that voicemail was just like, just plead guilty. The truth will set you free. Just, just plead guilty. That's literally what he said. The truth will set you free. I kept saying that over and over in my head. I'm like, all right. So I plead guilty. And then she, and then judge slams, slams the gavel. She's like, she folds her hand. She's like, this, this is what I'm going to do for you. I'm not going to have you serve time because you've already done time. But what I am going to have you do is take a um, domestic violence course. It's a class. It's, it's, it's an eight-month course. She's like, if you're late, if you miss class, if you skip this and the other, unless unless side of you being sick or having to work, you will do time. But she goes, Mr. Mims, I see something in you. I don't know what the what I, I don't know all the exclusive details in the relationship that happened um with her, but talking about my ex. She's like, I don't know about all the exclusives, but I'm gonna give you a chance. Because there's a lot of young men in this world and in, the, in this nation, in this country, in this state that don't get a chance like this, especially some of, of your of your, skin, of your skin color. Mind you, this is a white lady. She's not black. She's not mentioned nothing like that. She's a white lady, mm-hmm. right? So she's just telling me all this, and like I, I'm breaking down at this point. I'm like I'm like you're not supposed to show any emotions, but like I'm trying like in 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 me, I'm breaking down. Like I'm not crying on the outside, but I'm crying on the inside because I'm like damn, like this is really like. This is my fucking chance. Mm. This is my and I'm chance. not even guilty. You know what I mean? So, um, she's like, I hope the situation works out in your favor. Um, if, any, if you have any questions, please keep in contact with, with your lawyer. Have your lawyer contact me and um, we'll go from there. Bro. The biggest relief in my fucking life. Ever. Ever. I bet. Ever. That was a moment that changed my life because that was a turning point. Yeah. I had called brother that day. Hmm. I think it was, maybe it was like, I think it, I think it was that day. He was there that day or the day after I called him. I was like, bro, 
I'm done with this shit. I'm done with this shit. Mm-hmm. I want my life to change. That gaming and shit out the window. Like, all that shit out the window. Like, that's when I changed your heart. That was my moment. And ever, and ever since then, I became the best version of me that I ever have been. You know? And it, it, from, from, from that moment on, it made me want to be a better person. Because even, even though I wasn't in the wrong, like, my situation was, was unfortunate. It happens to a lot, a lot of people, men and women. But yeah. a lot of people don't get that second chance. And I was blessed enough to have that second chance. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. That's crazy. What a fucking story. What a story, bro. My nigga prevailed through it all over the lives. It's crazy what a relationship, how how much of a toll it can take on you, bro. That just goes to show for all the people that are listening that, like, bro, this shit get real. And it's wicked. Yeah, and and it's, like I said, it's that that privilege. Yeah. If you know know what I mean, you know what I mean. It's it's, it's that privilege. Of course. You know? That was just my fucking unlucky situation. Yeah. But that's that was a moment where I just I, I tapped in with myself and I had to make life for what it was cause now I had cause now I had a record under my belt and my life really wasn't gonna be the same. So I knew how to do something just to just to make the best of it at this point. Right. You know, so and through a lot of that I was really alone you know yeah oh for sure (laughs) I was really like I have a family don't get me wrong but I was you was dealing with that in the depths like behind closed doors nigga was alone for real yeah niggas was you was dealing with that one for real cause yeah nigga didn't even know he was going through all that to be honest with you but never about me let's talk about if you're comfortable let's talk about your situation like like what you what you've been through okay well like relationship wise yeah you, you, like you don't you don't have to get like any, anything you're comfortable sharing is completely up to you this is this yeah. is it's free reign it's just it's just me and you talking yeah yeah you know so I mean? uh i mean uh man bro where do i start with like girls um you know i've really only ever been in like one like for real for real real situation um like my son's mom uh i mean I'm not about to bash and I'm not about to slander her. You know what I'm saying? But, you know what I mean? Like, end of the day, uh, you know what I'm saying? I was young, bro. She was young. We went through a lot together, bro. We grew we grew together and then, like, we grew apart, bro. And, like, like you said, you really, truly never know nobody until you move in with them. And, like, when me and my son's mom moved in, bro, we moved in with each other quick, bro. Like, she moved in with me like probably like five months into the relationship if that yeah i remember that even if that like i think she was we started dating in like february full like she was regardless she moved in quick and uh you know yeah long story short bro you know you don't know nobody until you until they move in with you and feel me relationships will make you do the the nuttiest shit bro like mm-hmm. love in general is tricky bro it's a curse but it's a blessing it's just how you operate off of it like your love it's really what you do and how you operate off love bro like so you know what i'm saying in, in in my situation you know what i'm saying it didn't work out and you know no no hard feelings you know and um it is what it is like you know what i'm saying i know like 
I know I'm destined for real love and real genuine, real love, bro. And uh, I've been single ever since I, we broke up. Right. And me and my son's mom broke up fucking like two months after my son was born. Yeah. So, you know, like I've been a single dad for my whole the whole time my son has been born and you know she ventured off and did her thing she's in a happy relationship now she has another kid like she actually has two other kids you know because the person she's with has a kid too so like like yeah like she just recently had a baby yeah so like you know like you know i'm i'm happy for her bro like i support my son's mom bro like not like it's crazy like me and my son's mom we grew closer after our breakup bro like for real, for real. Like we 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 worked on our our co parenting and that changed our relationship. You know what I mean? And because it's bigger than like my like your situation, my situation is crazy. It's different because like, bro, you know, I had a kid, and it's so much bigger than just me and her at that point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's about my son. You know, it's only about my son actually. To be honest with you, right. so That's you know, so um, you know, we shout out to her. You know, she did um. You know, shout out, shout out to her. You know, like um, I don't really want to too much speak on it. You know what I'm saying? Shout out, shout out to her. But you know, uh, yeah, man, yeah, man. I've been through a lot of shit though, and and I'm not saying that just for her. I'm saying like situationships too. Like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That relationship was crazy in itself. But you got to remember, I was 21 when that relationship ended, and I'm 26 now, mm-hmm. and I've been single the whole time, and um. I've been in plenty of situationships after that that have been mind blowing to me too. Like, you know what I'm saying? That would, you know, what I went through with her was on some young shit. After that, bro, I was on, you know, so on some healing shit. And then, you know, I went into from, from healing. It went into just like trying to figure out if I'm even lovable at that. You know what I'm saying? Cause I've been through so much trauma and shit. Like, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, am I even lovable at that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I recently. I recently had a really, really bad uh, situationship end, like, very recently, like, last month. Mm-hmm. And, um, bro, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I was in love with this girl, bro. Like, real life love, bro. Like, I was in love, bro. Like, and, okay. man, like, that shit tore me apart. Like I had, like it's October for people that are listening. Like it's October right now. I had a very, very, very bad September. Like a lonely September, bro. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had to get right with myself as a 26 year old man. I had to get right with myself in September, bro. Like get it together, bro. Cause it was bad, bro. Like I'm telling you, my mental was just. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, it, it sucks, bro. And the craziest thing about it, let me tell you the craziest thing about it, bro. I had closure for the first time in my life. Mm-hmm. I had closure, and it that alone fucked me up. Mm-hmm. Every other situation I've ever been in, every other relationship I've ever been yeah. in was just terrible. Right. But the one time right. the woman treated me like a king, mm-hmm. the one time the woman that... It was the right person, wrong timing. Right. And and really? that's how we ended it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We we mutually agreed that this is the right you're the right person for me. I'm in love with you. But not right now. Not right now. Like this can't we can't do this. You know what I'm saying? And bro, that closure, I never dealt with nothing like that. And that hurt me 
so bad. I'm still hurt right now. But you know what I mean? Like I'm I'm doing better. But bro, September was a bad month for me. Just because like man, like just you know, like I said, bro, having closure and was the it was the first time I've ever experienced that. Yeah. And it was it was so Bro, I appreciate it so much because that that girl, bro, loves me, bro. That girl cares about me, and I care about her, bro, like, for real. And, like, it's forever love for her, bro. Like, I will drop anything and everything if she needed me to because, like, bro, she, bro, I'm telling you, I've ne- I haven't felt that happy, that type of happiness in so long, bro. So long, bro. It's so hard to give up. It's so hard, like, man-to-man, bro. Like, it's so hard to give up. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know what's destined for me. I know the love that I deserve. Mm-hmm. I love... I, I know what's, what's coming to me. Like, bro, God's timing is everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Always. And, um... I know what's destined for me, bro. I know I'm gonna get. I know I'm gonna get what I deserve, bro. Because I do deserve real, real love, bro. I know I do, and uh, it's only a matter of time. And 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 you know, trials and tribulations through life. This is how this shit goes. I'm not gonna sit here and boohoo about it, but you know what I'm saying, bro. I had to really sit with myself recently and and overcome some shit. And you know, it is what it is, man. My my love life, bro, right now, bro, is just non-existent, bro. I'm, it sucks to even say that. But, like, I'm really not, like, not even interested. Like, after that little thing, I know it's, like, only been a month. But, like, after that little, you know, situation, bro, like, I really, like, I'm not so eager to just, in gung-ho, to just be, like, on to the next. Like, nah, bro, I'm going to sit with myself. I'm going to really feel these emotions. Mm -hmm. I'm going to really tap in with myself and really, um, really go through this process, learn. Mm -hmm. And then and then apply, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And 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 I truly believe like 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 you know it's the journey like we like we were saying earlier, bro. It's the journey that that is really what you gotta fall in love with the good and the bad journey. You know what I'm saying? Like that was a a real bad moment, but it was su- it was such a powerful moment in my life that just what just happened to me in September. Like having a having a girl that I literally like care about so much. Like I I bro, I went from talking to this person every day all day to no contact that's crazy like bro like bro bro like and the craziest thing about it is like this girl bro like i said bro we like we love each other bro Mm -hmm. like the urge in me bro i go to sleep thinking about this girl bro like you know what i mean like this shit ain't no game bro bro really dealing with some shit over here type you know what i mean so it's like ah it's tough fool it's tough bro but bro life you know what i'm saying that's how that go bro i think um i was thinking about what you were saying about closure and my 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 situation i was just talking about And one of the things that stuck out to me in the note, and when the note, the letter that she wrote mm-hmm. was, one of the things she she said was, "I wait for you to come home every day. I leave, I leave the door unlocked just for you." Right. And mind you, me and this person, I've ne- I haven't talked to her since that day I got arrested. Mind you, since that day, I've never seen her. I never heard from her. 
Nothing. Of course. Nothing. I wish she knew that. that was the last I ever heard from her. My nigga got ordered not to, by the way, but still. <laughs> either way. <laughs> even, even, though the, even though my charges got dropped. Yeah, yeah. Like, and the contract is over. Like, I can I can call her. I can right call now, her yeah. or try, try to find her whatever don't right to, now. Yeah, you just like, have it. I don't have no contact with her. Like, no, I have no way to reach her. You know what I mean? It, right. It, that's fine. It's cool, it over with. But I knew I matured because after everything was, like, finalized and everything was, like, fine, everything was cool, like, I had no heart feelings towards her. I wasn't mad. See? I wasn't upset. That's I wasn't God, depressed. Bro. I wasn't sad. Like, nothing, bro. Like, I was just like, okay. You weren't sad or nothing? No. Wow. Probably because it was just so... Me. I wasn't sad. Yeah, that's crazy. Because I know you, bro. You be hurt. I wasn't mad, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm a hothead. Yeah. I was not mad at all. You be emotional. At all. Wow. Like, zero percent. I had no heart feelings at all. And if anything, I was just like, you know, I hope she takes care of herself. I hope she gets help. I hope she finds somebody who's going to put up with that shit because it's not going to be me. Mm-hmm. All things work out. Hope for the best. That, that's literally it. I can't, I can't sit here and say that she was a bad girlfriend because at one point she wasn't. There are a lot of times where she was there for me. There are a lot of times where she helped me, you know, a lot of times where she helped me eat or put gas in my car or we would literally stay up till fucking six o'clock in the morning in a parking lot watching the sunrise because we both didn't want to go home or just or, loving or, each or, other. or couldn't go home you know what i mean like i can't say she was all the way back because she wasn't but at the same time how could you betray me like that yeah no hard feelings but how could you betrayals come on you know what i mean it was just but it was just one situation where i was like I could relate it, on it, that. It was just it 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 is what it is situation. Yeah, literally. Yeah, I, I can't do shit about it. I can't dwell on the past about it. Got to move it forward. Happened. Yeah, got to move forward. It's fucking life. It happened. But ever since then, bro, like I've I've learned other people's patterns. I learned to be wiser. I've I see I see shit differently now. Mm-hmm. I'm a lot more grateful for the things around me. Like being if you ain't never been to jail. <laughs> Don't go to jail. You can't relate because when I tell you four walls make you think so much, no phone, no game, no TV, no nothing, like literally nothing. Imagine being in a house with four walls and nothing else in it. Yeah, you just got a bed, a toilet, and a sink. You just got to sit with yourself. Literally it. Literally it. Mm -hmm. And maybe a Bible. You have your thoughts and your body. That's, That's literally all you have, bro. And that shit makes you think. Of course. Being in there one day feels like one week. Of course. Time goes by so fucking slow in there. So like anybody who's like doing like 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 years like, or life, bro, mm-hmm. shout shout out shout out to you because damn. Nah. <laughs> Fuck that. Like I said, I have been in W before, but it was just it that situation was just like it was just I don't know why it felt so different. I can't I really can't explain it, but it was just it was just different, and but like in the worst way, like in the worst way. Yeah. And yeah. I, I don't wish jail my worst enemy. I really don't. I really fucking don't. I don't blame you, bro. I don't. I don't either. I don't because the shit, the shit you go through in there is on. It's it's, it's literally unreal. Like the shit you see on TV, so you see in the movies. Nah, bro. It's it's. <laughs> they don't talk about. Yeah. Yeah. They don't talk about certain shit. For. You know, maturity purposes, but 
it's just niggas going there sane and come out fucked up right so like, basically like, like really right like, like mentally just fucked up so man. basically what bro is saying is is don't go to jail you feel me because it's gonna change your motherfucking life right <laughs> and you know what i'm saying if you're content with yourself right now you know what i'm saying you might want to think twice on doing what you thinking about doing because especially if you're not living right you know what i'm saying because mm-hmm. jail gonna change your life thank god i ain't never been and uh i ain't gonna ever go but you know, Ooh. this shit just speaking of which, let me save y'all real quick mm-hmm. because I gotta say this because this this has happened to me so many times. If you hear this voice in your head, this is gonna save your life. I promise you, on, on, on my soul, this is gonna save your life. If you hear this voice in your head that says "Don't do it" mm-hmm. or "Don't go" or "Don't say that," don't. It's gonna save you, right? Because you so. you say that certain thing, you doing that certain thing, and you going to a certain place can save your life. I promise you. Right. Once you, if you get that feeling or you get that voice in your head, listen to it. Trust yourself. Trust, trust your gut. Yeah. Tr- trust that voice in your head. Tr- promise you, trust it. Trust it, cause. <sighs> no, I'm knowing, bro. bro. I, feel like, I feel like everybody can relate to that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I feel like everybody done had moments in their life where they're just like, I know I shouldn't be in this situation. And you know what I'm saying? My my body's telling me one thing, but my mind is telling me a whole other thing. Or my heart's telling me a whole other thing. And I know I shouldn't be. You know what I'm saying? And, and th- there has been people that have literally, like you said, have died over shit like that. Their lives have you literally, know, literally died literally. over shit like this. Do I get in the car with my homie that's, that's been drinking all night and, and let him take me home? Or do I just call this Uber? Right. Pay a little 50, 50 bucks real quick to, to slide home. That especially, could be life or death. Especially if you're going to drive. That should be the main one. Yeah, and that's if, just one little example. There's millions of this, bro. Should we go kick this door? Right. You know what I mean? Like, bro, there's right. millions. Should we hit this lid? Should I go? Should I? Should I study for this test in the morning? Right. Or should I? Should I chill? With, should I get on the game all night? Right. Bro, it, it's literally down to the littlest things, bro. The smallest. Just things, trust the, yourself, the smallest, bro. The smallest decisions make the biggest difference in life. Yes, bro. Think the shit through. Right. You know what I mean? Like. Sit down and think, bro. Don't just act all the time. Think. And, and you'll be smooth. You'll be smooth. Life. Man. Love, bro. Thanks for having me on this shit, man. I, I appreciate it. Uh, can I shout out some people? Oh, of course. Bro. Man, I just want to give a shout out to my son. I want to shout out my moms. I want to shout out my brother. I want to shout out Dre. Lay the kids. I love y'all. I just shout out my brother. My brother that allowed me to be on this platform and feel me share all this with y'all and, and go through this with y'all. We going for sure come out with a number two. Oh, yeah. Part is coming for this sure. This is just it's, number one. You know I, what I'm saying? I, I, we in this now. Yeah, y'all, you know I what I'm saying? Like, I think that this one's going turn on a lot of heads speak to a lot of people for sure yeah for yeah. sure bro yeah. i think people gonna wake up on this and yeah. i think the next one is gonna be even even better bro this is just the breaking of the ice with this like we're just letting it out there the next one we gonna really touch on some topics and it'll probably be a little more structured we're, you know we're just introducing right now bro's coming back for his podcast out you know what i'm saying coming back yeah. for the little break little year yeah. break but he's back now you know what i'm saying yeah. and, and i'm gonna push him i'm gonna make sure we on him and it's gonna go like that, but yeah, man, we're, we're, I'm gonna try my best to keep, keep it going. I got a lot of stuff going on right now. Like, right. It, it's nothing bad, but I'm just I'm a lot busier than I right, used right, to right. be. But um, yeah, this this is gonna be the NS season two 
uh, episode. Finally, finally finalized. Season three coming soon. Yeah. We're never going to get back on this. Um, but, you know, because if not us, then who? You feel me? Exactly. <laughs> if not us, then who? But uh, like I said, uh, take, into, take into consideration. Uh, think before you act. You know, uh, as always, do the right thing. Keep going close to you. This has been the Rose Garden, the Rose Garden Podcast. It's been real. Love.